as folks were walking in the doors to the church today, here are some things that I noticed. The Minnesota Vikings. Iowa State University. Some of you are already shaking your heads like this. <laughs> University of Iowa. Loris College. Xavier High School. Linmar High School. St. Joseph's School. And Marion High School. Just to say a few. Now, I know I'm forgetting things, people, people's teams like the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Washington Redskins. Nope, can't say that anymore. Washington football team, right? All of those different things, and I know there's more. There's more represented here. But the reason why I bring them up is, well, to get you riled up a little bit, but we tend to wear garb that represents a team or a school that we identify ourselves with. And because we have that sense of identification with that team or school, sometimes we go to where the team plays, or sometimes we go back to the school for homecoming or enroll in that school right now. So we invest our time, our energy, and yes, even our financial resources in those teams and schools with which we identify. All right, why am I even talking about that stuff? Let's think about that in terms of the gospel, or the second reading rather today, the second reading, where Paul was writing to the Corinthians, and he was saying that, you know what, some of you identify with Paul, with me. Some of you identify with Apollos. Or some of you identify with Cephas, who is Peter. And you're, you're, you're forming groups, you're forming allegiances around those individuals. They probably didn't have t-shirts, but they sure did have that sense of identity with them. And Paul says, you know what? Forget about that. Don't identify yourself with me or these other people who are preaching the gospel. You're missing the boat. Now, how did he know that? It's because, well, look at the gospel now. What did we hear? That Jesus went into the region as a light, as a light that was shining in the darkness. I tried to imagine that this morning. What would Jesus look like if he was a light? You could see him and everything, but he was just this, this source of brightness, this source of glory. As, as, as he walked, as he rocked around, as he walked around the Sea of Galilee, for example. And Jesus, as the light that shines in the darkness, that dispels the sin, and that preach, who preaches the word, preaches himself, preaches the good news, has a call for the disciples that we found in the gospel today. So he went up to Peter, he went up to Andrew, and later James and John, and he said, come, follow me. Up to that point in their lives, they were fine. They were good individuals. They had their faults and ups and downs, but they were good individuals. But up to that point in their lives, they identified themselves, certainly as Jews, but with their fishing trade. That was their in, the source of income. They were the fish basket, if you will, for all of that region to provide the, the protein that people needed to be able to work, to be able to live, 
and to be able to have a reasonable life because they won't, wouldn't be hungry. That's where they found their livelihood, was fishing. And Jesus said to them, come follow me. And what did they do? They dropped their nets. Whoa, that's significant. They dropped their nets right like that. And they took off from the family businesses that they were part of in order to follow Jesus. And the thing that was happening is they stopped identifying themselves with fishing and started to identify themselves with Jesus. And, and, and they, they heard the words repent, which means to have a change of mind, to have a change of course in their lives. And they did. And I mean, it was amazing that they did. And yes, their conversion was gradual over time as they saw and they heard what Jesus did. But there was a really big change because they were once fishermen and then followers of Jesus Christ. Their identity was in him. Now, the lesson that's coming from the scriptures, the second reading and the gospel is this. We call ourselves Christians. Thanks be to God, we do. You've been baptized. Thanks be to God. But our identity, our chief, primary identity, is not to be found in anything or anyone else, but in Jesus himself. That we embrace him and that we follow him because we want to become like him because we want to be like him because we want to be saved by him and as we reflect upon it in the world and even in our church today there are people like say for example in our church they're going to say i'm a liberal catholic i'm a conservative catholic I'm a Catholic that wants the Latin Mass. I'm a Catholic who wants the, last, the Mass in the vernacular, in English, for us. And that's how I identify myself. And there's somebody missing in there. It's Jesus. Or in society today, people identify them by themselves by a particular party, or by a, a, a critical race theory, or by gender theory. And they identify themselves by their sexuality as opposed to who they were created by God to be. And that is his follower, Jesus. And we find a, a, a really major kind of thrust in our society today where you identify with these things. You identify with these movements. And who gets lost? But Jesus. As Christians, as those baptized sons and daughters of God, our identity comes from and is in Christ. It flows from him and it leads to him. Just as the apostles showed us in the gospel. Just as Paul said, no, don't identify with Cephas or Apollos or me. It's Jesus. He's the one who was crucified and not me. He's the one who saves. So one of the fundamental things for you and me as we embrace Christianity is that we set down our metaphorical fishing nets. 
whatever we're clinging to that causes us to identify less with Jesus or maybe even hardly at all. Peter, Paul, and Peter, Andrew, James, and John, when they put those nets down, that was a pretty definitive statement where they said, you're the one, Jesus. You're the one. Nobody or nothing else. And their example is to be imitated by us. Because Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. Cling to him and nothing else. Now, if we put our loyalty, or if we put our identity, rather, into Jesus, we find our identity in him, then we will find a loyalty to him. And, and loyalty in Scripture has another word, and that's called faith. If we identify with Jesus, we will be loyal to him. We will have faith in him. And that faith will cause us to move and act in different ways than we never anticipated would happen in our lives. That faith, that loyalty, that identification from Jesus will call us to sacrifice. Indeed it will. So that the old self, the old worldly self, will be put away. And as Paul says, we'll put on the new self, who is Christ Jesus our Lord. To identify with Christ is to be loyal to him, is to believe in him. As we now go through ordinary time and all the way up through Lent, I'd invite you to observe this in terms of the disciples and in terms of the teachings that Jesus gave to the disciples and see how true that is that they put off their old selves and embraced Christ and became like him, putting down those fishing nets and following him. Let us do the same.